of respect, integrity, and honor, a generation who were not afraid of hard work and sacrifice, and my dad is that generation. Growing up on the farm taught Grant Marshall more about life than Google ever will, so maybe we should take the time to listen before that generation is gone. Today, Mr. Marshall Sr. joins Mr. Marshall Jr. for a special Father's Day edition, remembering his own father back on the farm. How about a round of applause, kids, for my dad, Mr. Grant Marshall. Yeah, the man, the legend. Good afternoon, Drew. Good afternoon. Hi, Daddy. How are you? I'm fine. How are things going down at 1250? <laughs> well, it's going well. It's going quite well. Um, <laughs> You're going to have to soundbite that one, and we can use it in a commercial. I know. How are things going at 1250? 1250. Um, dad, my memories of your dad, or as I like to call him, Grandpa, would be sitting in a, in a cloth Lazy Boy chair underneath a, a clock that ticked all the time and it and it rang when it rang at the top of the hour it was a big ben chime from london and i remember them there being a cat i remember him taking us for walks in the in the farm towards the crick as you guys like to call it not the creek the crick yes that's right and uh and the cattle and i remember a picture of him with a big palomino horse which is why i always wanted to have a palomino which i did when i was living in california explain that to people who don't know what a palomino is a palomino horse is basically a yellowish looking horse with a blonde mane or tail oh i thought it was one with the big round spots no all right i'm an idiot i think dad called him tex 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 yeah (laughs) so and and i remember grandpa being a laughing uh, grandpa, and, oh, yeah. and I remember him pulling his teeth out and and scaring me. Oh dear, dear, dear! <laughs> well, my my dad, you're talking about my dad Wallace, and of course his dad was Josiah, and then his dad was James, the Irish fellow. And uh, you're my son, and uh, I'm Grant, and then you have Joshua. So there's the lineage. Okay, good, good talk, Dad. All the best. <laughs> yeah. Show's over. We got the line. Yeah. <laughs> That sounded like a chapter in the Bible. So-and-so begat, <laughs> so-and-so begat, 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 so-and-so. I know. Well, that's what it is. It is. You need a Jehoshaphat or something like that. Well, we had a Josiah. That's pretty good. That's yeah, pretty close. Yeah. Josiah's a great name. So that was my great-grandfather. Do you have any memories of Josiah, your grandfather? Oh, yes. Oh, yes, I sure do. We had Grandpa and Grandma Marshall for sure. And, of course, my mother's people, the Browns, so... Uh, when I was married, I had the four grandparents, and I thought that was pretty natural. But yeah, did you like I, the brown people? Oh yes, we certainly did. <laughs> Absolutely. The uh, but anyway, as I go through life, a lot of people really don't know their grandparents. No, no. So but now, I, now listen. I when I was growing up with with Grandpa, with with your dad, he seemed like a nice, kind, and but yet there was a sternness. Oh wait, wait. There's one more story. I would go into, he'd be having a nap in the afternoon, and, right. I, would, and I would go into it while he was sleeping, and I'd try to steal the gum from the drawer, and he'd have, uh, he'd have little um, uh, uh, chiclets, yes, chiclets, right. and they were spearmint, spearmint chiclets, and, uh, and I'd, know, I'd get busted because he'd start snoring like this. This is how, this is, was his, I'm faking, I'm sleeping snoring. You ready? It went like this. Bunk. Yeah. <laughs> Bunk. It was so funny. So this is my memory of, of your dad, but sometimes grandparents get funnier the closer they are to death because well, they, they lighten up. Yeah. Was your dad strict? 
I would say he was, Drew. Yeah. He really, uh, he was a farm that, uh, far, the planting had to be done in a certain time, and the harvest had to be done in a certain time. The milking had to be done, and so I followed right along because that's how we did it. And uh, there wasn't too much leeway in uh, in a farmer's life, and and of course, Dad. There was 150 acres, and he was a good farmer. He the the soil the soil was a sandy loam soil, and uh, it would produce hay and grain. And so uh, the marshal settled on a nice piece of land up Orangeville Way, and and that's where I was raised. Now, did your dad ever spank you? He only did it once. Really? Yes, he did. You know, that's a lot less than what I got. You know what I mean? (laughs) Well, I had made some kind of a smart remark in Orangeville at my Uncle Alan's drugstore. Okay. And that was kind of the cause when we got home. (laughs) uh, I think uh, we had a woodshed. You you think of the proverbial woodshed. Well, of course, we had one. He took you out to the woodshed? And I got a smack or two on the rear end and... Of course, didn't do it again, and he never did it again. Dad, do you remember what what the reason was? What did you say? I have no idea, but <laughs> I think I was smart alecky in Uncle Alan's store, or there may have been uh, well, there may have been a candy, might have been a sweet, there might have been something. And did you steal? Uh, no, I don't recall that. I think it was just a verbal thing. And uh, after the incident, and after the incident at home, uh, we forgot about it, but. Uh, I can remember it today. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Yeah. Well, well, as a farmer, you know, there, you just can't decide, oh, I'm going to lay on the couch today. If if something's got to get done, it's got to get done. You've got to bring in the hay before it rains because you can't put hay bales, wet hay bales in a barn because eventually you get a little thing called internal combustion and the whole barn goes up in flames. Yes, and every summer there was, there was always one in our community. A barn fire? That's right. And it yeah. was usually loose hay that was brought in, you know, damp. Yeah. And it, it you're absolutely right, Drew, the combustion. And my dad, of course, sat on an insurance board in Shelburne. That must have hurt. Well, uh, they were pretty small-time insurance people, but uh, there was always one big barn fire, and uh, it had to be dealt with. Um, what kind of a grandfather... Um, do you uh, did you see yourself being like when you were younger, and you thought, well, you know, because we always imagine like I'm a grandfather now. Don't tell anybody this, but yeah. I'm a grandfather now, uh, and I never, I didn't see it coming. First of all, I'm way too young. Second, uh, well, I don't, I have a notion you're not. Okay, really? Thanks, <laughs> thanks a lot. But I, I want, you know, I want to be the fun, goofy grandpa, the the practice, the pull my finger grandpa, right? I see. What what kind of grandpa did you want to be? I think you can still be that way, but I'm not. I guess I'm a little more on the serious side, Drew. (laughs) Uh, I, you know, the work that we did, and uh, there was. I I think I have some fun in me, but uh, it it wasn't. It wasn't. There wasn't a joke every every day. No, no, it just wasn't. um, Dad, what are your? This is kind of strange for me to ask you this on air here, but. What are your best memories of me, of, of me when I was a kid? Because we, we've already talked about your worst memories of me as a kid, and we're not talking about those again. We, I want to talk about your best memories of me as a kid. Well, Drew, as you grew up, uh, you, in the very beginning, you were a stout little guy. 
<laughs> Did you just call me fat? No, no, no. I said stout. That's husky. <laughs> yeah, husky. And, uh, of course, then we, we had every kid needed a sandbox, and we had one for you, and you you grew up and you got to public school and I think you were always a little bit of a a little bit of a kibitzer, but uh, we got along pretty good and uh, and then uh, high school. Came no, okay, and, we're not we're not talking about that. We're just no, stuff. no, no, no. We're not talking about that. And you were um, you had a lot of pleasant stuff around. Uh, you, don't don't you remember getting the hockey thing going and you down to the ball and I remember you playing t-ball. Yeah, and uh, out up to McKellar Park and banging away at this ball, <laughs> and th- those were good times. See, here's a memory that I have, and I think this is—you alluded to this earlier—at uh, the funeral home that we all grew up in, because that was the family business. Oh, there, yeah. there was a ramp that we rolled the caskets down into the storage room down below. Yeah, and this would be how long would the ramp be? About forty feet, thirty feet, forty yeah, feet. Yeah, good thirty for sure. Yeah. And uh, we, Dad and I would play ball hockey on this. Not real ball hockey, but we we would each have these sort of, you know, gymnasium, high school, no, or public school gymnasium plastic sort oh, of yeah, sticks, yeah, 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 yeah. little short ones. Yep. And we use a tennis ball. Nice. And Dad would always be at the bottom of the ramp. Because <laughs> yeah. that's the way it goes, right? Yeah. And so I'd be at the top, and I would just drill this thing. And you try to get it by the other person. Right. Yeah, okay. Because there's a, a wide, wall on either side. Was it a wide hall? No, it would be about, what, about four feet wide, maybe? Five feet? Yeah, yeah. Like a regular there. hallway? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And so you'd kind of bounce it off one wall and try to ricochet it oh, past, yes, you know, and course. that sort of thing. And and uh, and then I also remember throwing ball baseball with my dad out in front of the funeral home, in front of the garage, which was an yeah. old horse barn turned into a garage that has a hearse, a limousine, a Cadillac, you know, funeral cars. like the beginning of a joke. <laughs> and and we'd throw a baseball to each other, right? Because right. I was playing baseball. <clears throat> well, I got to the point where I could throw a ball pretty good. And Dad would throw a stinger at me one every once in a while, and it would just get me in the glove, and I and I get bugged. Oh. So I'd <laughs> whip one back at him until the point where he'd go, "All right, that's enough. We're done." <laughs> he soon got on to put a zinger back to me. Yeah, yeah. I, we we did have a lot of fun on that crazy ramp. Yeah, back and forth and. Uh, you know, after supper, I let's go down the ramp and back and forth. We've been, and, and, uh, those were good times. And, and the final memory I have here, Dad, is of course uh, playing hide and go seek in the dark in the casket room. Yes. And when I say the casket room, is when families came in to pick out their casket for their deceased, there would be, you know, eight, 12 of them. Oh, so these weren't filled. No, they were not okay, filled. Okay, all right, no. let's clarify and that. And the lids were up, and they looked all, pl- you know, nice, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. the prices were on them or whatever. And But we'd turn the lights off for some reason, <laughs> and I would crawl underneath some of the some of the caskets. They have these these uh, things that held them up, and they yeah. had curtains around them, okay, and I would, yeah. you know. But I could see my dad's glow-in-the-dark watch all over the place. <laughs> And I think, Dad, and I told you this once before, and I don't think you remember this. I think you've blocked it out. You knocked the casket off of one of the carts one time, and that was the last time we played hide-and-go-seek in the dark. <laughs> What's that right? <laughs> he was not happy. <laughs> Came crashing down. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, being raised in a funeral home was a little different. It was. It certainly was. Yeah. And the, we, we, we carried it off, and now uh, I'm retired, so we don't have to do that anymore. Let me tell you about the, one of the neatest things my dad has ever said to me. And he said it just yesterday. All right. He said, Drew, for Father's Day, will you come down and make me French toast? 
Yeah. Can I just say, I have told so many people that you've said that. That was a cool thing, Dad. Thanks for saying that. And I will be down tomorrow morning to make my special French toast. I was going to say, I've, I've heard legend about this French toast. My, to- my French toast is legendary. It is good. And the, the thing that he, uh, Drew said to me, the, you had... Do you have the maple syrup? And I said, I've got it. Yeah, Dad, Dad, Dad spoiled us. We always had homemade, like the real maple syrup. The ma- because is it not true, Dad, that some of the Mennonites you buried, <laughs> their families paid in maple syrup? Yes, well, I think they did because the, the name Baker was a big name up here at, at uh, Richmond Hill. And they, they had maple syrup for generations and generations. Can you imagine paying for a funeral with produce? Maple syrup, potatoes. <laughs> well, these days, yeah. I mean, maple syrup. <laughs> oh yeah, that's, like it is wow. gold. Yeah, it is liquid gold. And and one of the daughters uh, still makes it out the uh, old listable way. Okay. And I think it might be Martha, one of the Baker girls. Yeah. And sometimes I see their product down at the farmers market in Thornhill. Dad, I love you. Yeah, and, I love you too. And happy Father's Day. We'll see you tomorrow morning. Yeah, thanks for giving me a show today, a special day. Beautiful. Thanks, Dad. Say hello to all the others. Okay, bye-bye. Bye, Drew. Meanwhile, back in the Fard with my dad, Grant Marshall.